Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. Welcome to episode 184 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I'm at two co-hosts, Justin. Now that we found love, what are we gonna do? Jeremy. Crap. We're gonna crap. That's what we're gonna do, Justin. We're gonna... Now that we found our, love. We, uh, we're gonna pull down our pants. And we're just gonna crap. Well, it's all just a search for a place to call home and crap. Uh, so, Jeremy, I'm looking at these... Uh, I'm looking at these, these signals posts. and this doesn't look right. Power, power of the aspects to ten percent. Was there? Was it at five percent? Yeah. Okay. So uh, apparently, people are all like, I guess people are in uproar about this or something. I what mean, I've it? heard. What is I've, that? It's the. It's it's you know how they it's did where math they, where they gave you the buff. Okay. That you Actually, turn off. it's not a buff. It's a debuff on the bosses this oh, time. Okay. <laughs> Either way, ten percent hmm. more. Right. right. So, uh, but I don't know why anybody would be complaining about this. I mean, it's just the routine. It's the routine thing they do. Well, this is only the second time. They only did. They only did it once before. Oh, oh but yeah, okay. So, it, but he but already had the the debuff going on. He already had the five percent going on. Yeah, for the last three weeks. Yeah, there's, there shouldn't be any surprise. And somebody was like, "I don't like." Uh, I can't remember who posted it, but they were like, "I don't like that people are saying you can just turn it off." Well, you can't. I mean, like, you you can just turn it off. You can if well, you don't it's the want. Same. It's the same complaint as like um, uh, Magic the Gathering pre-release spoilers. Of course, you cannot look at it. Mm-hmm. But it's still out there. They would but, rather nobody be able to see it. But it nobody doesn't, be able to have. But the ten percent doesn't affect your gameplay. Like if you turn it off, it doesn't. It it's not gonna. Like at least with, but with they people, just don't. They just don't are accomplishing the same thing that we are, but they're not having to do as much work, man. That right there. Well, yeah, but th- that that was thrown out the window when they made the achievement possible with running through. Random finder. Let's throw it out the window when they made rats. It's a different achievement. <laughs> it's a different achievement. Is it for the ten? I thought you said it was all merged into one. The ten and twenty-five is okay. But the the looking for raids a different achievement. You don't get a title. You get a title with the other one. All right. Well, then they threw it out the window when they made ten and twenty-fives. I don't. It's right, like this. Go. The expansion's over. Just it, let it go. Nobody's like. Oh, we're still we're still act, like really trying to to do the fuck out of some dragon soul. That, no, people are like we're gonna get our friend the legendary and then we're gonna stop. That and it, they can just come back and get the damn you know achievement or title you know. But then it when, doesn't have. But then if you look at my achievements page, Matt, it does not have the date from when the content was active. Oh, I don't, okay, okay. 
Yeah, I don't either. My achievement points don't don't look into that. Yeah. My mm-hmm. overall total doesn't go, okay, mm-hmm. well, you only it got so many say, points. It doesn't say I have... Asterisk. It doesn't put an asterisk on there. Like I have 11,160 achievement points. 10,000 of that was after the content. It doesn't say that. Uh, let's see here. I was looking. I was trying to look at these these pictures of this office they posted on MMO Champion. Is that a Blizzard? Microsoft office. It's a. Why would it be a Microsoft office? These pictures of office. It's a Blizzard office. Uh, In Versailles. Blizzard's Versailles. Versailles. What do you mean Versailles? There's, a, there's clearly two L's in there. It's Versailles. It's in France. It's where Louis the Fourteenth. This is where we learned that Matt doesn't know anything about the Palace yeah. of Versailles. What? What? It's but got there's a hall L's. of mirrors. There's a couple of L's in there. They're Why made out they? of mercury. Matt, How do they become silent? Matt, we don't have time to we don't have time to teach you centuries of of, of France. All France. You, you're telling me you ain't got time to tell me that the French are wrong. <sighs> Versailles. Clearly, people. Okay, so they have. I wonder a, if there's a French speaker whose ears just actually bled a little when he said that. No, nobody's ears bleed just, a little. Just, 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 going, uh-huh, it, uh-huh, it, it uh-huh, wouldn't have been uh-huh, if you'd have uh-huh. done it on an accident, but the fact that you just like Versailles, like, Versailles, the, the willful Versailles, <laughs> face spitting. That's how we say it in English. No, we, <laughs> nope. Call it Versailles. Yeah, yeah. Palace there, mirrors. Well, how do you not say that? Hey, hey, uh, that's, that's curious. Hey, uh, uh, why do we not put when we, because it's probably, is it not pronounced that way in French? It's pronounced Versailles. It's, it's also French. pronounced that so, way in Spanish, which is why I keep saying tomatillo sauce. And you're like, tomatillo? I don't know what this is. So, it, it, well, that's some curious. I mean, you're like, the transition from language, I mean, I mean, I you, know, you, do you do you call them fajitas? No, I call them fajitas. Fajitas. Okay. Fajitas. Do you, you call them fajitas? Give me that's six thousand. Give me six thousand chicken fajitas. Uh, looking at these hot fixes, did any of these affect you, Jeremy? Didn't read them. Oh, okay. A completed character race change should no longer clear. Okay, blah blah blah. But there's tanks and raid finder now. I'm going to assistant leaders. Hmm. Okay, that's nice. Uh. Some weapons changed. Don't care. They all got a plus 20 stamina. That's probably important for uh, well, all these weapons. All these items got increase in stamina. All PvP gear, of course. Um, resing in Arena. Apparently, people are complaining about that. What's they're making it about? I guess, it that, I guess that it's possible. It's always impossible. Right. But I guess people are because it required a blue post to make a deal about it. About what? Resing in arena. Oh yeah, I guess people are still complaining about that. You know how long arena's been around, right? Okay. Yeah. You know how long it takes to cast a resurrection spell, right? Uh, Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, They they uh supposed to get hasted for the European people. Apparently, PayPal is now available. I don't know. It wasn't available to begin with. Available for what? Like paying the battle bucks. Oh, but I don't, oh, okay. It, it doesn't. Uh, you, you probably could get a credit card from them, right? I got a credit card from PayPal, so why couldn't you just like port your credit card PayPal your PayPal credit card over to that? Maybe they couldn't get a credit card. Maybe they Maybe still they can't couldn't. get a credit card. <coughs> it's very different for foreigners. 
in foreign lands. Versailles. Uh, let's see. A lot of blue posts about that. Dragon Soul difficulty going down. Versailles away. Versailles away. Versailles away with Matt. A bunch of statistics being posted on people rating. Uh, blah, blah, blah. That's it. That's all. The, um, yeah. Didn't they start a close? Did the mop close beta start? Did I see that? The internal alpha started. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closed beta. I mean, closed alpha. So let's go see. But I mean, you like, go to Death Knight dot whatever. Is that site still? Does that site still exist? Was that? Is that still like the hot place to look for I mean, leaked I information? I think now it'd be Monk, Pan, Panda Monk or something. Yeah, and we should be cataclysmic. But we're not. Because it was a monk, right? <laughs> That's what's being introduced, a monk? Uh, yeah. And bears. No, pandas, man. Panda bear. Oh. No, I mean, you know pandas. what I mean. Pandas. That's a panda. That's a bear. Panda. Chicken. <laughs> Let's see here. Patch 4.3 available <laughs> on the test realms. Yeah. All right. Well, that's boring. Yeah. So, uh, Jeremy... I saw Cataclys- Mandy. Cataclysm mm-hmm. Family Alpha started around May of 2010. So, well, this is something else. Something else is happening. Internal news. Alpha. <laughs> news over. So March, maybe March Alpha. Family, family March Alpha. I think it's the. I think maybe it's the outside Alpha. Maybe it's like more invitees. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying outside family. It can't be outside. It's internal. Yes, yeah, it's the friends of family Alpha thing. But it's internal. But the other one started in May. This one started in March. So they're a little bit ahead of schedule. It still won't come out till November. Hmm. Uh, Jeremy and Mandy got her legendary. Mandy did get her legendary. So we're done with that. We're not going back to Firelands. All right. So I must have freed Is everyone up. happy? Anybody yippee or? Nobody yip. No, nobody did the uh, uh, slash Grandpa cheer. Joe. What? Nobody did the ending to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate ah, Charlie and the Chocolate. Yeah, Factory. nobody slash cheered. Nobody. No. So this has got to be free up a lot of time, though, right? At least a night. Probably didn't take them that long. It took to us an that. hour and a half on Tuesday, oh, and then we didn't raid anymore that night. So I mean, it just frees up Tuesday. I'm, I'm still amazed you had people willing to show up. We couldn't get Ragnaros down because it has been like three months since we did it. So we got a normal. Yeah. Well, I thought it didn't matter. We had people that had never been there before. Hmm. And still. I hear you need a tank. Huh? I heard you need a tank. We got one. Oh, okay. Manny was saying she needed a tank. Well, I mean, we have, we have uh, one foot. He wasn't on on Tuesday. Okay. He was there Wednesday. Well, I just saw her like, putting on Facebook that she needed a tank. Well, we were running with a new guy. Okay. He's actually a really good tank, even though he he'd been gone for a year. All right. And he came back. Okay. He came back now? That's just a weird story. Yeah, to why start would you? I don't while. know. He transferred from Alliance. He's one of Lyric's friends. He transferred his Death Knight from Alliance over here and joined. And really good tank. Cool. He hadn't done any raiding and he already had like level 280 gear, which is good. It's Firelands level, so probably raid finder stuff. Mm. Uh, he had never seen it before, and One Foot was the other tank, and he had never really done it before. 
So then the next night we got Ronan, and then we got Slotney to log on, and then Knockmuck, who's not even in the guild, we got him to come heal because Lyric lags too bad on Ragnaros, and we one-shot it. And you can't turn in the quest while you're in a raid group. Hmm. Can't turn in any quest. Can you? Some. Oh, no, you can't yeah, do no. quest objectives for most quests. Yeah. So you have but to abandon the quest and then get out of the raid group. And then go watch the ceremony and then turn in your staff. Hmm. Hmm. So, but are you guys going to start raiding on Tuesdays now? No. Oh. Ronan has to leave at 9.30 on Tuesdays for whatever reason. Okay. And that's why I'm, we, we always got done right when it was time for him to leave. So there's no reason to raid on Tuesday. So you're just going to keep it on Wednesday? Yeah. So, okay. I should have my legendary April 11th. So are you just playing one time a, one time a week now? No, we usually do Wednesday and Thursday. We've okay. been doing her, heroic more chalk. I just figured you guys could wrap everything up in one night. We could if we, like... Hustled. Hustled. Dun, 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 dun. If we hustled, we could do it in one night. Yeah. I should have my legendary April 11th. The following week will be our last raid of Cataclysm. Oh, and that week just be the last. You just made that decision? You told no, I was, I was like, we were talking about it, and I was like, but I figure we're probably going to stop that night, and I'm never going to know how awesome they are. And Zorik's like, no, we'll go one more week just so you can rank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't go ahead and like if you're just going to stop anyway then why people wouldn't for some, for lack of anything to do just go ahead and start doing heroics I don't know just get in there world bosses anybody that wants to show up Ronan's been raiding in um, I guess Star Wars on the weekends I want to get my legendaries and then go do dun- uh, looking for raid and see what I rank in that because it's so easy. E P. Does the does the debuff does the debuff <laughs> extend to that? No, no, no. No. So eventually the uh, the regular like one no, will no, probably no. be easier than looking for raid. We'll take a break and we'll be right back after this. back for the second segment of outlandish podcast matt asked me what game i finished this week justin what game have you started on this week no 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 no. Uh, reverse order so i finished bastion crisscross finally crisscross reverse reverse let me see here you can't do that without sending me off in a spiral Make you jump, jump. I can, I can go that way. Crisscross and make you jump, jump. I make Daddy make you jump, jump. I think Daddy Mac. I think that's the other guy. I don't know. Okay, okay. I, I gotta wear my. Hold on, let me turn my shirt around backwards for this part. Put your pants inside out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just turn around your pants. I finished Bastion. That's a really good game. That game really, really culminates very, very well. Um, I can't really talk about all that stuff without it being like a major spoiler. spoiler. But uh, suffice to say that I, I I really got into it. The more I got, the, the further I went. Um, 
that actually has some interesting decisions okay. to make. Like moral dilemma decisions or like... Kind of. Yeah. And then you um, make a big decision at the end, which... Do you find out about like the plot? I mean, like what has happened to this yeah. world? Okay. You actually learn there's a whole lot of good lore. Because I think you just wake... I think the story is you wake up and it's yeah, like you that, wake right? up um, on this piece of floating land... Like, but it, does he have does he have amnesia? Does anything no, look no, no. F- familiar? From- no, you remember everything. Okay, there's just there's only certain people that made it, and one of the guys that made it is the guy that narrates for you. Okay, um, which is interesting because it's sort of like Garfield. Like Garfield, he doesn't talk. Garfield the cat, he thinks. He thinks right. right, and John seems to react to him sometimes. But the idea is that he can't actually hear what Garfield's saying. Right. So in Bastion, you don't actually hear the narrator. He's just kind of talking about you all the time. You, you can talk to him, but you don't really see what you and him say so much as the narrator will sometimes relay what he tells you, you know, what he like, what he just told you, as if he's kind of writing his own little story. But that's okay. kind of cool. Um, it's just, that game is really impressive. All the weapons are really feel different and... I had fun playing with all of them. I didn't stick with any one. Is it mostly medieval-like weapons? No. There are shotguns. Oh, there's guns? Okay. Pistols. Um, There's a cannon thing at one point. Uh Um, Kind of a cool mortar cannon thing you get, too. But yeah, that's a really good game. Everybody should play that game. Um. (laughs) I was just imagining, like, if I was to play it, I'd probably just want to run through to figure out the story. So I'd probably, like, load up a trainer or something, and it was like... The kid just never seemed to run, run out of ammo. He was running through. Nothing seemed to be hurting him. All these enemies gathering up on the him. one. <laughs> the chosen one. If you just ran through it, you could get through it in like three hours, probably. If even mm-hmm. that if even that long. Honestly. You don't turn the gods on. Well, it has like bonus levels, though, right? Doesn't it? Like bonus things? Like Yeah, absolutely. That? But you don't have to do that stuff. Uh, no reason for you like, to. I think you, you said it was like it. a horde mode or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Waves. Mm-hmm. Wave mode. It reminds me of the uh, Zelda wave modes. Now, can you get past those, or is it just inevitably you'll die on those on those modes? You finish. Okay. You finish them. You unlock, um, I think, up to three. Okay. You know, as you play. All right. Delete, you know, like, there's no one over there. You want to go do it? And it's like, okay. Usually, it's like, basically, it means, like, you fought enough new enemies. We made a new area for you to fight all these enemies in a difficult way. But I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, can you, but can you finish that wave, yes. that mode? Okay, okay. Yes, yes. That's all right. Well, you were like... Thing. You went off into like, then you go off and do another well, thing yeah, or something. I said, I don't know. Yes, and then, but I thought you were talking about something else. So, uh, yeah, music's great, art direction, everything. It's just a beautiful little game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to see what those guys make next. Have they made something previously? No. So this is their first game. Yeah. Are big, they an independent studio or are they yes, affiliated? Big with giant, them? big giant games. Um, one of the like co-founders. Uh, is a guy that used to work with the giant bomb people at GameSpot for okay. years and years. So they have a close relationship. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, good good, good first game. Anyway, so the game that I started and finished is Dear Esther. Or Dear Esther. I guess you're just supposed to say it kind of fast. What, Dear did you look and see what the playtime was on that? For me? Yeah. No, I don't remember. I mean, you had to finish it pretty quickly. I mean, it was like yeah, three, was, three hours? No, it was about an hour, maybe an hour <laughs> and a half. Um, so, Dear Esther... Jeremy, have you heard of this game first? Have you heard about this? Nope. Now, now, 
can you can you give people go ahead and give them the rundown? I'm, yes. Okay. You don't have to keep interrupting me to ask well, me about I, things I, I'm going to talk. I about. I don't want you to start. Trust to, me, okay. I have the same Look, bad habit. Trying to get Mister uh, Computer over here and involved in here. I want him to get. We're getting. I want him to Instead listen. I want to make sure he's listening to us. Routing his trip to Galveston. No, I'm trying to show you his trash stuff. I had to find it though. Um, Dear Esther is a little indie game. Okay. It was a mod originally, and mm-hmm. they decided to, I guess... Do you have... A, what was it for? Do you it was, remember? It's just a source mod. Okay. Um, they decided to, I guess, spruce it up, put a little money into it, you know, pay for some really, really good music. Like, the music is better than what this game... Is there a soundtrack Than what should edition? be in this game. <laughs> I hope so. I want the fucking soundtrack. Um... They'll release that music. There will be people wanting that. Music. Well, is it? What, is it? Is it like? What, what's the music? I mean, you're talking about the music. What, is it like? Well, it kind of goes with the game. So let me keep talking here. Um, <coughs> Dear Esther is not really a game. You have movement with the like WASD. You can reassign. I say that for Matt because WASD is a problem for Matt. Because um, I'm, I'm right-handed. I mean, well, I'm, huh? I'm, I use the right hand. You love, yeah. Because you're left-handed. Yeah. Did you know that like 15,000 left-handed people die per year trying to use machinery that was intended for right-handed people? That is a made-up stat. I would want to see that on Snopes. Well, that that's one of those things. 15,000? But that's the that's thing that you don't know if they die because they're left-handed. Right. They just died on machines that were made. That, that are easier for right-handed that people, That are made for the majority of people. That's not the point. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> the statement still holds true. Fifteen thousand left-handed people. Well, the statement is it does hold true. That's right. This is the man that told us last week that uh, Flava Flav was an amazing, right? Guy. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Coolio, cooking, cooking guy. Yeah. yeah, he still said, "Yeah, boy." Coolio did. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that trademarked? Like, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Like or on like Donkey Kong. That's hot. So, Desert Esther. So yeah, uh, dear Esther, it's it's you can move and zoom in. So forward, back, yeah. left, right. Is left, there strafing right, and zoom or turning? Strafing or turning? Strafing. Okay. Can you I use mean, the mouse? It's a first person. It's mouse? a first person game. You can use the mouse. Yes. To look okay. around. All right. I'm just making sure. You can't jump. No, you cannot jump, and you cannot run, which uh, gets you a little annoying. You can't duck either, right? You cannot duck, but you don't need to. I don't know. Do you need to jump? It would be really fucking handy to jump sometimes. Sometimes, well, except for the fact that you start you start off basically washed ashore on this island. At what point do I get a gun? And you walk up, and there's a little sh- shack underneath the lighthouse, and I'm looking around the shack, and I'm like, cool, it's going to be like a mystery game. I'll have to piece some stuff together. I'll like, play this as Alone in the Dark. It's, it's crazy. Sort of, it's going to be sort of like Alone in the Dark, Mist, on an island. i got to figure some stuff out. Kangaroo's going to come hopping around. And then I saw like, a book on a table, and I was like, I probably need to look at that book. You know, there might be something interesting. Let me click and zoom in. I started. I just started hitting all the, like all the classic use buttons on a keyboard. Just, I didn't, I just I didn't go you, for the. I just imagine you like I didn't go the for the piano full thing, Ring, just raking it across the keyboard. <laughs> and that's when I open up the, uh, yeah, the the keyboard controls, and was like, oh, there is none of that. So you're just looking around, which immediately I would have hit escape and quit the game. I'm sorry, but I, <laughs> I'd have been like, okay. Because, I, I mean, like, I've done that on, uh, I guess I ended up doing that pretty much on a uh, zombie game. Dead Rising. I did that. I mean, it was like, I couldn't, you know, 
I couldn't change the keybinds or something like that. You can change the keybindings. But you had to go through a I you had to go through a text file or something. I'd pretty much quit playing that game. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But I mean that's not new. That's not that's not uncommon. Well, another game I was complaining about I couldn't change the keystone rules. All games you play? I was gonna say pretty much every game. No, but I couldn't I couldn't actually change them. I Battlefield mean, there was 3? No, ooh. That was in the demo. demo. Yeah. So anyway, dear Esther, yeah. The thing is is that like you quickly realize that even though it's this big island you you can't really go where you want to, and so even on paths where there's like a little, um, there's like a, a little a little if you could even call it a fence, but it's really it's just like twine between uh, little sticks Barbar, in the ground man, every three feet, and it's about you know like just a half marker a foot it marks off, off it marks off the exactly ground. it's it, you thank you yeah it's like a path mark you can't jump over that so so or you, step over you it quickly, no as no. you would mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Little little inclines, like if you fall down like a rock that's like five inches down, like you're fucked. You know, you you gotta get, you can't right, get back up you. there. Now the game doesn't like try to fuck you. You know, it, it doesn't want you to be trapped anywhere. So if you can get down somewhere, you're probably supposed to go there. But that's the thing is like the the freedom implied quickly is just like corridors. It's basically like if you're on a street. You've got to find a driveway to get up onto the sidewalk. You can't just jump up on the curb. Right. You can't just step. Even though the sidewalk, you can't just step. Right. You got to run all the way around. And in, early in the game, there's there's a, um, I mean, the thing that really sucked about not having a run key or a jump key is, is, is like in the first act, uh, I, went, I went down and looked at some boats. And the thing is, is that there's a narrator, much like Bastion. So how do you know that you've reached an act then? I mean, like... I'm so, saying acts. Okay. It's it's not actually divided. I mean, there are loads. Well, how do you know but, you've reached the end? That's what I mean. Like, can, can I talk about the game? Uh, Questions at the end, audience. Um, so I'm, I'm walking down to these boats, and then I'm like, okay, I don't know. I don't really know how to go like to the next area. Exactly, um, that's what I'm saying. And so I went off to this one area. Oh, oh, like I was trying to say, there's a narrator, and he's he's constantly talking. Um, now, whether or not he's talking about anything that has fuck all to do with what you're doing well you know that's up to debate i suppose sometimes it sounds like he's talking about oh i think he's talking about me being on this island oh nope now he's talking about hermits and shit um so then i walked down and then i walked over to this far edge and then i walked back to where i was and i was like oh i actually needed to go over there but of course it didn't matter that i finally realized that that's where i needed to go i still had to trip trop trip trop Mm -hmm walk through the little pathways gotcha. because I couldn't jump over these little mm-hmm. trail markings. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that kind of thing I understand that that's they had a game they were making. They were trying to make a very specific experience. But we are used to playing games, first person games where I can jump over shit and I can move a little faster than beach stroll. So, I think it's a little disingenuous to make a game like this sort of flying in the face there's of what no we point. come to expect. What, what the, the thing is, there's no point in you playing. There's no point. You should. It should just be... First off, if, if that's the problem, be on Rails then and just let me watch it. That's the that, thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. There's no point in me interacting because I'm not a, interacting. Right, That's a, and that's a big debate about this game kind of going on. Um, some people think, no, it's, you know, it's, it's good that you can move at your own pace and you kind of... But yeah, I'm kind of. I mean, and there and there's sort of like an ongoing 
discussion at this moment in general because you got David Jaffe, who is like the original creator of Twisted Metal and God of War, and he just put out a new Twisted Metal. He's very much willing to talk to just about anybody that wants to be wants to talk to him, and he'll say whatever the fuck he wants to talk about. And right now, he's kind of on a trip where he's like, he's he's done with games that force a story on you mm-hmm. uh with games that are like cut scenes and like stopping to make you watch their story and we want we want to tell you a story right now but he's he's seeing that as getting in the way of like the gameplay and like stories that come from playing the game like the stories what, he, what he's saying is i couldn't come up with a story no no what he's saying is if 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 you just want to if you're wanting to tell a story in your game then just go write a book or make a film mm-hmm. you know um, now, whether you agree with that or not, I'm not sure the, I agree is, with that. But. Then what the fuck is the point of playing Dear Esther? Because you're not playing a game; you're just telling a story. Well, oh, you, that doesn't make it that doesn't make it unreasonable to play the game or play. But the, you're not even really. But you're not even playing. That's one. I, I think Dear Esther isn't even a game. It's just. It's, no, it's not really a game. It's it's more like a it's more like those um like like interactive inter- interactive novels. I think yeah, that, I, I think those. Um, I mean, a lot of people compare it to. Uh, the original, the, ad- the original adventure games, mm-hmm. where you didn't really have combat in that either. You're just pretty much just like going through the story, making your way through. But at least that you make choices. There's no that, or you solve no... puzzles or something. I mean, right? Um, you had to go find something, a clue of some sort to unlock something. Or you don't really end up making any choice in this game. It's all about atmosphere. It's, you need to go into it like you would go into an indie movie where where the you know, artist there's a lot of art yeah, that's put into it you know um as if it's a substance that you can just pump into something art we need more art in this <laughs> but um, well you could well, you could put more it is that's when they start flashing like the beam of light across the eyes look there's more art in this now <laughs> exactly it's in black and white it's way more arty um so it's it's about the narration and and you need to pay attention to that narration because um I mean you're definitely not going to get anything out of it if you're not listening to what the guy's telling you all mm-hmm. the time. Um and it's about the music and how it matches up with the mood and how what the mood puts you in and it's the kind of game where it it, just, it I'm just thinking now you're like one of those reviewers that are all like this game is shit. Let me tell you about the good parts of it. Like, you know, like, <laughs> well, <laughs> where, or this, I, I really hated this. I really love this game, but let me tell you about the shit. I have major it. problems with the game, but at the same time, you try I, to I, I can't see hate why the experience made. because it's so unique. And I have, and, you know, as an, as, well, a, as an, a mature adult gamer, I'm so sick. Like, I see a game, even if people are talking about how good it is, like Kingdoms of Amalur just came out. People mm-hmm. are talking about how good it is, and, like, the combat's really good. But at the same time, I look at it and I think, like, this is a game that we've played before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's got wild quests in it that are not very interesting. And supposedly the story's pretty good. But at the same time, it's like, it's just, you know, it's just fable and God of War. And, and I don't see enough new going on in that game. So I'm not interested. Those kind of games yeah, but, don't excite me anymore. But unique shouldn't warrant it. No, I you agree. Know. I'm just saying I can't hate on the game. Now, but... No, no, no. Yeah, you can. Well... You don't. You feel like you're going against it it's if also, you do hate it. I think. I think you're putting a lot of like. Don't watch those videos, Jeremy. You know better than that. <laughs> I think you're putting a lot of you know caveats. You want to. You want to. You want to like this game. I would love to because like this it's game. because it is unique and it, because it does some things that are really intelligent and the kind of shit you don't see in gaming. Um, I can't talk about a lot of it without spoiling it, but 
I mean, at some point you find out in, I would say, the third act, like, you, you figure it out, you know. Um, if anybody has played Silent Hill 2, for example, there's something you, you're piecing together and you figure out, like, oh, that's what it's all about. This is one of those kinds of games. Well, see, so... And that made me like it better, because up till then, to be honest, I was like, I don't, I don't really know what the fuck this game is about. Yeah, how do you know you've reached the end? Well, there is a de- definite ending. Okay. It actually takes away your control at the end of the very so end of the what, game. So what did you go to a certain point and it triggered it? Yeah, like I said, you're you're funneled along. But, but I'm th- saying what what since it's open world, what stops you from just running there at the very beginning? Well, that's what I was saying. It's it's not open world. It's illusionary oh, it's open world. Oh. No, that's that's what I was saying. That's another one of those like th- conceits I had to get over. You know, looking at the game, you're like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna wander around and figure make my way, figure out where I need to go." Now you're pretty much just being funneled along. Um, well, see, that doesn't so. All right, because they have I'm a gonna, story. You're to gonna tell have you. to spoil something because I want to know, like how how can you how can it not be open world and not have some kind of interactivity in it? Like, it, how does it block you from going places? Well, and it, well, considering you can't step over like. Six inches it just of puts anything. up invisible walls. Well, but I'm not, saying how, for you to you would have to trigger of. something, or you would have to interact with something for that to go away. Though, what are you saying? I'm it saying, doesn't go away. Well, then how do you get to the next part? I'm saying you like just find the path that's open. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he could run to the very end of it. Well, I can't. But run. I guess you're saying it's a say linear path. You would have path. to walk. Yeah. But I guess you're saying it's a lin- like you can't exactly. You have to go yeah, if I one, two, three. You can't go. So, yeah, okay. there's not even more than one path, as far as I can tell. The only thing is, at the very beginning of the game, I went down the beach, uh-huh. and I did actually find some shit, but eventually I was like, oh, just, there's nothing really yeah. here. So then I had to, like... And it was, and then I fell into the ocean, which is really fucking scary, because I have that, um, like, ocean agoraphobia, where I don't like, like, deep, 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 deep oceans. Black. And, yeah, it was, like, black underwater, and it was, like, sound, and I was, like, until I got back out of the water. So um, he doesn't and, die? He just... Apparently, you, if you, as soon as I got in, I was, like, trying to get back on the beach. That was the sound of his keys as he was hitting them, trying to get out of the I looked up, apparently, you just, like, you slip off into the ocean and drown. You have to hit, you have to hit A-D, 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 A-D to make your guy swim. Paddle. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, the thing about this game is, it also brings up an issue I have with all of art, which I don't like. It's interpretive? Exactly. I've apparently bitched about this before with Matt. Well, I mean, I don't that's like just the thing with art. I don't. I like art where the artist has a has an idea, something they want to say, like a, and the art comes from how they convey that to me. Like no faces, like everybody's turned away or something like that. So. Right, like, and it's about you know, like the strangers in the world and how mm. it seems like nobody really knows anybody or whatever. But I don't like art like Jackson Pollock is my. Is my lightning bolt for the, my rage about this kind of art? Jackson Pollock was a guy who took canvases of paint or canvases and he splatter painted, and he wasn't splatter painting in a pattern of like people or something, you know, like to try and tell a story or talk about the scene or something. No, it's like it's and it's patterned, but it's still just and he uses different colors, but it's still just splattering up in there. Maybe he put paint in a woman's hair and he punched her. 
And her splatter went all, and the paint splattered. That would be all. a commentary on domestic abuse, but you know. <laughs> but he didn't do any of that shit. This is what I call. And he's angry bitch. Really fucking popular. You know what I mean? Like he because he was one of the first people to do this shit. And and this is the kind of art where like and where the artist is like, the meaning is what you bring to it. It's oh your interpretation. And like so, like last week, um, uh, Ed, Edward Monk Monk. It's like the U is a V, so I'm not never sure how to pronounce that guy's name. I think, or maybe it's Edward Monk. Anyway, the screen, you know, everybody clearly, knows. Clearly, yeah. it's Edmond. Whatever it is, I'm clearly, sure it is. Clearly, clearly, the French, clearly. the French know that it's. Mm-hmm. I think he was from Belgium. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Um, Waffles. Anyway, the 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 alien screaming. Everybody yeah. started up the scream. It's yeah. not an alien, just. Well, I know. It's the bald but, guy, um, right, in the field. Something. He's, he's on a boardwalk or something. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's it's like so expected to sell for sixty million dollars, and all I could think of is that like there's a Jackson Pollock painting that sold for like one hundred and fifty million dollars. I don't. I feel well, like I, it's lazy. I somebody, feel like the artist didn't do anything special. If they just put they a didn't bunch convey of anything, yeah, they didn't like they didn't have anything they wanted to say. They just put a bunch of shit. <sighs> I fucking hate that shit. Where like the artist. The artist should have an idea that they're conveying. They're, they, it shouldn't, they shouldn't be being able to just do a bunch of shit and be like, oh, man, if people find meaning in this, that's going to be awesome. I'm going to be really popular. You shouldn't be able to... I hate that fucking kind of art. I think, it's, I think it's lazy and it's uninteresting and I really fucking hate when people laud them for that. When, if someone can walk up, or like five people can walk them up and have completely different interpretations... If the interpretations are valid because the artist was hoping or expecting people to have that, then that's cool. You know, there can be like quadruple deep meanings, but not just like, oh, I'm just going to wait for people to have their own interpretations. Hmm. I was thinking. So Dear Esther is kind of like that. Now, they do have a, they do have a point, mm-hmm. but it's also the kind of game where you're going to get more out of it the more you bring yourself to it. And I don't fucking like that shit. I'm more I mean, interested. The more you bring yourself to. Well, it's like, it's the kind of thing where like, it's the kind of thing where so you what, might I, be reading a review and it's like, if you've ever been through a bad breakup, yeah. So this what, is going to mean a lot more. That's what to I was going to say. So what? I got to get in a relationship and come back and play this after we've broken up, kind of. Or I've got to have I somebody. Two. I got to go kill somebody in my family and come back to it and be like, you know what? I see where he was going with this. I saw it's all about loss, family I saw loss. Two. Well, I saw two different reviews talk about how the game is. It's about melancholy and, and depression and, mm-hmm. and the anguish of helplessness. And they're like, but you got to bring that to it. And it's like, so it's not, that's what it was about for you no. because after, you ascribed that to it. It's like after, after I put the belt around my neck and I watched a porn as I hung myself by my own belt. And I was like, oh, and then I had Dear Esther going and oh my God, I see exactly what he was trying to convey. <laughs> and at that moment, I climaxed onto my computer screen. And it was beautiful. It was dearest. And, and, and the cum shot design uh, I framed and I sold framed for hundred dollars I call it semen splatter. But I, I, was call, saying, I call it Dear Esther. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was thinking, though, when you were talking about the splatter, I was thinking, like, mine would convey, I would just get a girlfriend really angry or something, and then I would just leave a bunch of paint cans lying around, and I'd stand in front of a canvas, and she would try to throw the paint cans at me in rage, and then that would hit the wall and like 
That would become my splatter, and I would call it Angry Bitch. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Dare Series $10. I do not recommend buying it. I, I, oh, here's another thing. Let's go up. Let's play the right game. Here's what I want to complain. Here's another thing I have a complaint about, because... Whenever, whenever the people complain about like, oh, dear Esther, that's ten dollars, and then you'll always have the, all these responses that are like, you can't put a price tag, you know, on that, you know, like on art, ten dollars. How can you complain about, you know, like this deep experience? And my response is always like, would you pay a hundred dollars? Would you pay a thousand dollars? You know, you fucking wouldn't, because the fact of the matter is, is the money does matter, because we our lives are built on how much money we can make. If if I'm in uh if I ha- have a low paying job and I'm supporting my wife and my kid and my wife and I have decided that I have ten dollars to spend on a game every week and I really love gaming, then Dear Esther is a terrible investment for my gaming that week. Right. So, Dear Esther is a terrible investment <laughs> for your gaming if it is about like how much you can get out of it and especially if it's about interactivity. Wait for it to go on sale. I do rec. I I can't help but recommend it because it is such a unique experience. But I, it's the kind of thing you know, like I didn't like it, but I think people should check it out. So when there's a Steam sale and it's inevitably two dollars or whatever, or hell, wait for two or three years and it'll be nine nine cents in one of these Steam sales. I really recommend it. It do, all it does have some of those beautiful graphics I've ever seen. Um, the island itself has the kind of kind of source engine problem of um, textures just. I don't know why they can't get good textures, um, but like especially and, and polygons, you know. I mean, it it's, it uses the Portal Two engine because mm-hmm. they keep updating Source, making it better and better, better looking. But it's it's really starting to show its age. And the island from the outside doesn't look so great. But there is um, once you once you get into this caverns area, I it's like a different game. I don't know how they were able to get these graphics out of these stalactites and shit, but. It's really beautiful in the music. Like I said, the music is amazing. It's one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in a game. So there are moments where it was beautiful just because of that. Um, but all in all, I, I have problems with that game. I was going to say, so on the, on the Price is Right scale, you know, Yoda, 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 Yoda. Where, where are we stopping here? And like the Yoda, Yoda. I'm at is the one dollar mark. Yoda, is it going Yoda. down? Even though no, he's going no, up. No, he goes, he goes up on the price. So yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure oh. out where you need to stop it at. Well, at the bottom of the mountain. Yoda, oh. <laughs> like at the two dollar, two fifty range. Yeah, this, uh, when it's seventy five percent off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, I felt a little ripped off for uh, at ten dollars. Um, also, this is the first game that was funded by the, I believe it's the Independent Gaming Fund. These are the people that you gave money to, well, sorry, actually. These are the people that got a little bit of money, possibly, out of the humble uh, indie bundles they mm-hmm. do sometimes. This is the first game um, where some of those developers realized they had this pool of money and decided, we can fund independent games. So this is the first so one when they, they did. And I think it, it's a bad happens? choice. <laughs> what happens with that money? Like, what happens with the... Well, it's their money. The profit, though. I mean, what happens to this dear Esther revenue? Well, they probably split it up. It's okay. not. It's not like we're all shareholders or anything. Well, no, no. I mean, I mean, does it go back into the? Does it, does it just go? Oh, back as far as it goes or? into the fund, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm talking a little bit too much about something I'm not entirely you know, sure about. I assume it goes it. back to their fund so they can fund more games. Right. And and dear Esther was like immediately profitable, so I'm pleased about that. I want more games like this, but I think this is. A, I mean. Not, I mean, most people aren't going to know that it is an IGF uh, fund funded game, mm-hmm. but um, I feel sorry. That's a good it, thing it because I think it, it could like... be. I think it could reflect poorly because I mean, 
it's very easy to react negatively to this game. Well, this I just feel like it should game. be marketed as non-interactive. You know, like, I mean, like, not, yeah. it should say no puzzles, no creatures, no, like, it should let you know up front. There's not going to be any It should be like actioning. we were talking about books. You know, it says a novel. It should yeah. be Dear Esther, an experience. Well, that experience don't let, don't sell them on like it could be a different kind. Of, I mean, they might think. Well, it's definitely an experience. experience. That's like base level of. I'd say a narrative experience or something. Uh, a narrative. De- sure. Well, even that's kind yeah. of difficult to say because I mean, Bastion not, is not, a narrative. It's not really <laughs> a no. I was going to say because it's so loosey goosey that. Um. So, dear Esther, huh? Yeah. And then last night I started Psychonauts. But I've only played one level. Right. So I won't talk about that yet. So was that was that did you did you purchase that on a Steam sale or? Yeah, I picked it up in a Steam sale a while back, a long time ago. Uh, actually, just this past Steam sale, hmm. it was like two dollars, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go ahead and finally buy that." Hmm. I tried to uh, try playing Hacker Evolution, and uh, this is a problem I have with a lot of games. Well, not I can't say that. This is a problem I have with the game is it it I. <laughs> When you're smarter than the tutorial and you start... Or you mean you've already figured out what they're still yeah, trying to teach you? Yeah, and, and they want to take you step by step on how to do something. Yeah. But they don't... They didn't, they didn't limit me to just doing that so I could do whatever I wanted to in the tutorial. So what happens is like, oh, right. I start doing the sophisticated stuff. They didn't turn off any of your buttons. Yeah, so I start doing the sophisticated stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to do all this and I'm hacking this and... So I end up like getting ahead of it, so mm-hmm. I can't get past a part in the tutorial now, right? Because I've done something, and I'm like, "All right, fuck it." You've, I don't want to play you it. Over, I don't want to play the tutorial over again. Fuck <laughs> <Give> him up. <laughs> and then I found like I was looking through this stuff because I bought the soundtrack edition. I was putting loading the music into iTunes, and uh, I saw that they had a zip file called Save Games, and apparently it's just like a save game for every level. So you can just load that up if you want to. Huh. And also you can do mods and stuff in this game. I don't even... I don't know what... Huh. what I don't think do. there'd be a big modding community for well, Hacker Evolution. I'll, I'll look it up and see what they got. Maybe they've come up with like new levels or something. I don't know. It is PC gaming. There's probably this one dude that loves the fuck out of this game and has yeah. made like twice as much content as the original developers ever made. War games hack <laughs> scenario or something. So you gotta like make it play itself. Yeah. Um. And then I... I loaded up another game, I thought, but I can't remember now. I have listened to the Frozen Synapse soundtrack, though. I like that. Yeah. And the Hacker Evolution soundtrack. We uh, we watched Real Steel last night. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, that movie is the definition of mediocre. I was telling John about it, about how it's just, it's just cookie cutter. Yeah. It's cookie cutter plot. So cookie cutter. And not and and worse yet, it 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 it, ugh, it makes multiple sins of not filling in things that you have questions about, like semi spoilers for this fucking movie. Um, the robot that they end up going with, mm-hmm. it's really tough. And but but it's that's completely counter to what they say. They keep calling it a sparring robot, and they open openly say they're like that thing won't last five seconds, um, making it sound like you know it's not made to take a beating 
this thing like gets the shit kicked out of it. And it just keeps on getting up, and they don't ever talk about why. They don't give any explanation. They imply certain things about he's old man. They imply certain things about intelligence and whatnot, but then that never plays I'm, out. I'm gonna look at it as like cars. So like in the in the in the '60s, the '50s and '60s, all muscle cars, the movie cars. No, just cars. Oh. Uh, 50s and 60s, all the cars were made out of steel and stuff. And uh, so as we come along, we we kind of got away from that. And yeah, but the only reason they did that was like... Look, shut your mouth. All right, robots are expensive, and so they have to go up with polynumeral stuff. No, poly- just, you just throw a word out Yeah, there. polyhedric aluminum. Alloys? Yeah. But this guy, he was made of real steel. <laughs> <laughs> but that but explains yeah. it. But yeah, they show him getting all beat up and everything, and his armor's, you know, it's getting slightly they use, dented, but they, he's, he's fought, like, I don't know how many other robots before that. Yeah, and they use, they skip scenes you would expect to see, they use montages, they yeah. use the montage for the final fight. <laughs> it's, and it feels really weird and out of place, like we're rushing through stuff we would want to see. Yeah, this big, we're, we're getting really hyped up about this big fight this epic fight yeah and we show the first round then we skip all of it. we skip four three rounds of it and we get to the last round and the, and they show well ugh, that movie's not worth talking about <laughs> i don't recommend seeing it unless unless you're one of those people that just loves movies and you pretty much see every movie you might uh-huh. you'll, you'll get some enjoyment out of it. the the cg is actually really good i'll give them that but otherwise yeah then the story is feels like every aren't they making a mech warrior are they making before. a mech warrior movie is there no oh. Just a new Mech Warrior game. Instead, go watch Robot Jocks. It's a nineteen ninety movie about uh, giant robots that people control and fight. Um, they eject out of that too. Yeah, isn't it like in a po- is it a post apocalyptic world? It's a yeah, it's like a post nuclear world where they where everybody decides that we're going to settle wars and and disputes using our robot jocks. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Aren't they? Uh, I don't actually. I can't recommend now, that. I saw that when one. When they're talking making a Steel Battalion 2, though? There are making a Steel Battalion 2. Okay. Actually, they did make a kind of a Steel Battalion 2. They, um, they made a second one that was multiplayer only on the Xbox. But now, yeah, they're making one for Connect. Oh, no controller. No controller. Maybe it'll be a. Which is. Maybe be on the screen. Which is just like. It's just so ironic. The, the the game that had like the biggest, most elaborate controller ever to a game to not having any <laughs> controller whatsoever. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be on the screen now. Yeah, I guess you're going to have to move your hand up to like flick things or oh, I man. don't know. All right, we're going to take off now. I'll hit you. Flip your switches. All right, let me just check fuel. Yep, okay, let's go. Oh, shit. I accidentally hit my self destruct button. That was what was great on the controller, is that was under like a little piece yeah, of plastic. Yeah, just you had, had to, to actually flip it, flip it up so you wouldn't accidentally hit the yeah. eject button. Ah, I wish I could find a copy of that. You can. It's cheap. I think what you mean, you wish you could get it without having to pay the right. $200 I wish, dollars. I wish I had a fan out there that uh, <laughs> they can't see my wink, uh, that uh, didn't want their copy anymore. And was like, you know what? I don't think anybody owns that now that doesn't want to keep it. Right, because it came in a, came in a wooden cake, crate, right? I don't know if it was wooden, but yeah, it came in like a big crate thing. Ammo box, maybe. Something like that. I'm curious if any of our listeners, I doubt any of our listeners will answer, I mean, can answer this with a yes. But I wonder if any of them out there, because I was showing you today, have an arcade cabinet at their house. I bet plenty of them do. Plenty of You bet plenty of them do? Well, I don't know. 
You think five? Five? Five of our listeners. Man, I was going with zero. Uh, fair cheap. You can, I don't know. I'm curious what how much how much uh, you you wouldn't think it would cost that much to make one. You know, the make wood. an arcade cabinet. Yeah, because it's probably like the prefabric. You know, it's the. I guess not. The crappy corrugated. That's probably mm-hmm. a little better than that. I don't know. Think back to that scene where uh, George's Frogger machine gets hit by that truck. You can kind of think about all the pieces of it flying apart. You can kind of think about how. I mean, it's not expensive. That would be. What are you talking about? Building it from scratch? Why would yeah. you do that? Because I mean, a lot of people have those built from scratch. Arcade units? Yeah. Custom cabinets. Okay. Who's me? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people. Most I mean, people just take an old cabinet from well, an old machine I mean, but, and, and put whatever they want in it. Well, they want them to look different or something like that, maybe stand out or something. I guess. I saw a couple on Craigslist that were. Uh, one of them was. Uh, a couple of them are driving games. Hmm. They come with the seats and the steering wheels and everything. One of them was just three fifty, but the monitor didn't work. Oh. He said the board was broke and you had to. It cost like one hundred and fifty bucks to get the monitor board fixed. Mm. But it's like it's a still. I was like, yeah. I mean, like at least you're paying three fifty for a, a racing chair to sit down in. You could put your computer in there if you want to do racing sims or something. Maybe in there. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Hook the sound up. Hmm. All right, we'll take a break then. Okay. And we'll be right back after this. back for the third and final segment i've only got this one email okay that's fine uh it's from our good friend jeremy about the arena net represented representation that he had uh he says why i sound like an arena net representative because i'm a huge fanboy of guild wars 2 and i wanted to make my points clear he's asking what episodes did you talk about guild wars in i don't know (laughs) uh you guys seem we haven't spent a lot of time on it yeah, <clears throat> you guys seemed a little skeptical that they could create a game that doesn't have a grind in it. Well, I should have I'm been more skeptical. specific. Leveling won't be a grind was my point. Leveling in Guild Wars Two is designed to be a very minor part of the game. Personal story, character progression, and PvP being the bigger parts. Uh, every game is going to have some kind of grind for a rare item or something, but in Guild Wars Two, the grinds will most likely be for extra class skills. Armor dies and armor that looks better or slash unique. I agree it's impossible to have a game where nothing is a grind, but then again, at what point does something become a grind? Mm. When does it stop being something fun you do to progress your character? All questions that ArenaNet has received, and I think they are going to attempt a happy medium, which is quite a task. Anyway, I'm glad to hear you guys are going to be playing it. I know I'll be throwing too much money at the game, but compared... To all the money I spent on WoW, I think it will be slightly less. Keep up the good work. You guys make the hour hour commute to school at, at way at way too fucking early in the morning. Okay, ah. entertaining, uh, Jeremy of the Guild Epic. 
So, I mean, I know uh, they just did the Guild Wars 2 beta sign up. I'm sure uh, he's I'm sure he's all aboard. Days. Yeah, I signed up for it. Well, they they probably just let employees like that get into the beta. <laughs> he probably just has an automatic <laughs> entry into it. Uh, and I Oh no, it was uh, Planet Side 2 PC Gamer in this mag- this month's magazine that you gave a uh, Planet Side 2 beta code to play Planet Side That's 2. Crazy. It feels like we just but, found out about that game about like four months ago. <laughs> it feels like I just hated the the original game like two years ago. I love that game. I hated that game. What was it? My oh, mouse. The Come mouse. Again, that's what you were looking for. That's what yeah. you were looking at the ticker for. I was like, I, I thought I was thinking Planet Side 2. The mouse. Oh my God. Did they ever fix that? I don't know. What was wrong with the mouse? When I played it, when you moved your mouse, like... Half a second later, the mouse would actually move on the screen. Mm. So it was laggy? Kind of like, just mouse lag, though. Hmm. What I remember of the problem being that with that game, and I never played it, but I watched somebody play it, uh, was that uh, it was one of those games where you could have a big battle at a base, but then it didn't matter because everybody would, you know, like you would leave. win or lose and you'd leave, and then like an hour later, some dude could just run along and like go ahead and cap it. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Like it wasn't, there wasn't enough permanence, I guess. All the all the fighting felt pointless, extremely pointless. Mm-hmm. That was what was so great about that one server in Delta Force Two. Do you remember that server? It was a battle. It was a battle that always took place. And if let's talk about the, the hill, you get to the top of the hill. No, so you'd like you would start in the middle, and then if it had, we'll say, we'll say it had seven maps, you would start in the middle, and then if the blue team won, you would move. West one level, and then the blue team kept winning. You would keep moving west until you got to the end, and then there'd be a parade, and it'd start back in the middle. But if you like, if the blue team won, you'd move west one. Shit at all. If the red team won, you'd go back to the middle. If the red team won again, so it would just go back and forth. And so there was no. You were always gaining or losing ground, but in the right direction. This wasn't like Battlefield Two or Battlefield nineteen forty two. No, it was it was Delta Force Two or that Nexon. Uh, RTS online RTS game, Shatter Galaxy. Yeah, I used to love that shit. I remember that mm. map where you had to like. It was an RTS it. game. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And I played it at, at uh, community college, and I loaded it onto the network, and I had like three other people playing it, and then they had to restrict access because they found out about it. Yeah, I played it Nexus fun. at college. Um, sitting next to a guy watching porn for hours and hours and hours. Just watching it? Just watching it. He had to, he had to log it all in his head. I guess, I mean, he would later. just sit there. He would just sit there. He'd be watching porn. And then, like, the people would walk over. He'd minimize it and act like he was working on something. They'd leave and he'd bring it back up. <laughs> I'd just look over and be like, hmm. He didn't care that you were there. I guess, I guess yeah, you were his I'm brother. Sitting, I'm sitting like shoulder to shoulder with the guy. I'm playing Nexus. He's watching porn. I imagine you leaning over like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> a good hey, scene. hey, I've seen that chick before. Look at that. Why did I just hear the aim sound? Oh, it's my computer. Okay. I guess I'll mention uh, while I'm thinking about it. I have made a post on the forums uh, that if if you have donated to us in the past, you should check out because I'm rewarding people with a game off of Steam, whatever I have in the library to give out. Trying. Trying. Magic 2012. I got a couple copies oh, of Bastion. Oh, baby. You guys should get in on that. I've got Bit Trip Runner. It's pretty I've good. I've got 
Portal 2. Oh. I've got some other games. Okay. I don't. I mean, I can't. You know, I can't recall. All the right. Games we got. We got too many. I got Borderlands Game of the Year Edition. Mm, that's a good game. I've got a. I think maybe Battlefield Vietnam or some Battlefield that one. Bad company. Yeah, bad company. Um. Two. Let's see. So check out the forums, forums.outlandishpodcast.com, and there it's the global posts, and it will tell you what to do to get a hold of me about that. Ah, let's see. I'll bring it up since me and you were talking about it during the break. AT&T lawsuit. Um, I, Jeremy, have you heard about did the throttling? Get, did we get the email about this? Oh, for the cell phone? Yeah. Oh, I heard about a lawsuit for it, but I know about the throttling. Um, so AT&T is now sending out text messages and letting people know, hey, if you're in the top 5% of data usage, we're going to start throttling you, and they tell you, I don't really, I don't really know if they tell you they're gonna th- throttle you or if they're just like you should start using. I no, they, they already, I think they tell you. I thought they already did that. Well, they were supposed to. Like, I think it's back, one of those things where they they decided they were gonna do it, but of course they're not gonna let people know. But then once people started realizing they were getting fucked on that, they had to come out and be like, "Oh yeah, we're doing that to you." So you'll get a text message and it tell you you should start using Wi-Fi to avoid this, and we also offer tiered packages or something. Mm-hmm. And so they'll make it pretty much to where web pages take forever to load. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like a 99% throttle. Hmm. It's, it's very much a punishment for being uh, an, a, a power consumer. user. And so uh, apparently a lawsuit took place in California. Right. And a judge just awarded him with $850. And because it's, it's supposed to be an unlimited plan. Right, and it's well, and the reason why you can get had, as much data as you want. It doesn't say you can go as fast as you can. Well, that was I'm sure that's what the judge argued is that unlimited means both in quantity and in speed. Mm-hmm. And he had to do this through small claims court because AT and T has contractually said you can't take us to class action or a ju- in front of a jury. Yeah, and I'm curious I like I like how you can do that. I'm gonna make a thing that says, "Hey, I'm unsuable." Yeah, and I had heard that um, that kind of thing wouldn't stand up in court. That supposedly yeah, that a good, a supposedly a good lawyer would be like, "No, that's unconstitutional." And but I guess this guy didn't want to risk it. I don't know. Uh, but didn't have the money to pay the lawyer. Maybe. Yeah. So he went to small claims court, and the judge ruled in his favor. Um, they don't know if they're going to appeal yet or force, but but I mean, was if on, they was it on Judge Judy? <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome. But. You know this. This now sets a precedence for every customer that gets this. Like, yeah, um, I think there is a small claims court. And the judge, the judge awarded the money based on how much he figured he would get charged for if he was to go over and all that. You know, mm. uh, he calculated it out. Mm. And but apparently in the contract, uh, let me see if I can dig that up. Uh, he. Um, it goes on to say in this article that, where's that $10,000? The customer contract spe- specifies that those who win an award from the company in arbitration will get at least $10,000. Uh, Spacal, spec- oh, I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Spacarelli picked the same amount for his claim, though AT&T's stipulation about a minimum award doesn't apply in small claims. 
The judge looked instead at the remaining 10 months in his two-year contract with AT&T and estimated that he might pay $85 a month on average for using additional data. AT&T charges $10 for every gigabyte. So he pretty much went 10 months, $85, $850. But I'm not under contract anymore with him, so I couldn't. I don't know if they would let me hmm. sue for that. I'm just on a month, to, you know, like a... right. I wonder if that would mean you'd be free to open a class. But it's funny, like later on down here in this article, he didn't, uh, the the guy didn't quite uphold his side of the customer contract. And that's one reason his data usage was high. He used the iPhone to provide a link to the internet for his iPad tablet, a setup known as Tether. Uh, Which I'm I'm, I'm amazed it didn't get thrown out for that. that. But here's another thing that goes against the class action. Mandy pays for the ability yeah, you to can, tether. Yeah, they. So he AT&T, was not. Yeah, right. he wasn't paying for oh, gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, here's here's the thing of why I hate uh, class action lawsuits because this is an example of of uh, earlier this month a Southern California woman won a small claims action against Honda over the gas mileage she got out of her Civic hybrid car. She was awarded nine thousand dollars eight nine thousand eight hundred sixty seven dollars. Hmm. Meanwhile, a pending class action against Honda over the same issue would net Civic owners a few hundred dollars each. It's like so. Your point is like, why would you ever go? To, why don't why I just always ever, take them small? Why wouldn't right? Anybody, I mean, just sue them yourself. Yeah, and then you can cite the other lawyer as as reference that yeah. he awarded, it, and then that's they have to follow. They would follow that, right? I mean, follow suit. Yeah, I mean, Literally. yeah, and, and I mean, in that light, it makes it seem like class action lawsuit is more for the companies to get get that right. shit taken care of. But then again, I guess if they're paying that much to everybody that asks for it, uh, yeah, I don't know. We are not lawyers, sure aren't. If only you knew some. <laughs> uh when you get oh, here's some when you get those recommendations for something you like, such as a book or movie, do you ever think, whoa, spoilers? I mean, they're already giving you a heads up, probably to how it plays out. But it depends on what they tell you. What was it I was seeing? I mean, like, like based on your recommendation of this and this, you would like this. <laughs> oh, like Netflix or something. Yeah, or Amazon or something like that. Yeah, people who bought this also bought. This, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, is it littering if you pick up something on the ground and drop it? I found a container of two tennis balls when walking yesterday and put them on top of the trash bin instead of of, of into it. Was curious if I took them out and threw them if if I would then be littering. Ow. Yeah, once you picked them up, you kind of you're kind of your steward of the yeah. of the trash. Oh. It's it's double littering. That's what I would say. But I didn't throw it there in the first place. You it's not. It, it wasn't up, mine. You I shouldn't didn't. have touched it. Those could have been like covered in semen, tainted with something. Lined with anthrax. What is this powdery white substance on this container? Let me Touch. lick it. Maybe it's sugar. Yeah, like a like those old detectives or Indiana Jones that are like they just taste the random ass like, substances they it, find. Is that cocaine? No, it's good. Yeah, or is that. Is that cocaine? I Let me you try know, that. I don't know this flavor, but that might be anthrax. And he falls over. 
I, I don't think that's like, how anthrax works. Yeah, probably probably not, is that cocaine? Still, man? and by I don't think I mean that's not how anthrax works. But he can't. He's not going to get sick from eating it. Well, no, you get sick, but it just makes you get uh, deathly ill. Yeah, I'm fluid, sure it's a lot. Slower. Fluid build up in your lungs, and then you drown in your own fluid. Oh. But they can stop that from happening, Nasty. right? If they catch it early enough. The last time it happened at the, the post office in Washington, D.C., this guy, he called the... Uh, he was fine one day. The next day, he started coughing. The next day, he called 911 because he couldn't breathe anymore. And he was like, I may have got exposed. And he, could, he was like coughing all through the middle of it and exposed to anthrax. And then like he died that night. They couldn't just... I guess they can't drain... Can, can they drain your lung? I don't know. They hmm. couldn't fix him. Um, don't make this one of those situations where you you think you think you know better than the doctors that tried no, to help. I wasn't going to. Okay, <laughs> but what if they just didn't what know if what they, they were doing? They I like, could have fixed that guy. What if they put like <laughs> a tube down me. one and sucked the air out of it? And yeah, they just got to do a tracheotomy and, and a visectomy and a, a vacuum vivisection. Just get a, a vacuum cleaner a, in there and a, and a, a mastectomy. Dust, yeah, a yeah. Dust vac. Um, I was gonna say uh, I figured the guy would be like, mm, "Does this taste like cocaine?" I don't know. Let me try again. Yeah, not really getting the flavor here. Really I can't really taste. I can't really taste it. Maybe I should just sniff it and see. Cocaine is habit forming. Yeah, does, that's uh, the, the last thing I have is: Does Energizer advertise as seen and used in Alan Wake on their flashlights? If not, they should. <laughs> now I think it being used in Alan Wake is an advertisement for Energizer. Exactly, but I'm as like a promote cross promotion. Yeah, I mean, because like, I was thinking the other day, I was walking around at night, and I was like, ah, this flashlight, if only I could like press a button and make it more magnificated light, like so, an Alan Wake. So is it one of those lights like on Halo where it goes out after, after a yeah. minute, or does it just stay on forever? No, it can burn out. It has a battery life. Yeah, it has a... I know you wouldn't oh, think so, right? Well, then... That makes Energizer sound shitty, or it's false advertisement in me thinking that if I turn the device off, it'll charge back up. Maybe it was one of those shaking ones. I wonder what I wonder. I'd like to know. I'd like to know what those battery companies think of that kind of shit. The uh, the magnet. Yeah, the magnet. I wonder. I wonder what happens if instead of a magnet, you put a battery in there. Uh. Well, it wouldn't work. <laughs> oh. Actually, just like replace the magnet with, that. The, with the battery wanted. in there. I just thought that would be an interesting topic of conversation. Look, it's got batteries. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. There's sparks going it's off not, It's not working. Uh, if alcoholism is a disease and alcoholics uh, are practically helpless. already. We've already talked about it. <laughs> we talked about it in, in, in our life. Shouldn't you need a license or prescription to buy liquor? No. <laughs> Since I already know how this plays out, no. Of course, the answer is yes. No. Except for the fact that uh, the government doesn't want to. They don't want to have to. We've already done our we've, habits. We've already done this once. Justin. No, they outlawed it completely when they did that. Right. This would be a prescription. If you were if you were an alcoholic, then you wouldn't be able to buy it. But your disease is the addiction. So. Right. If they say that it's a disease, then that means that you can't help yourself. Then they should just give you more medicine to make you be able to help. Well, I don't. I don't think they can. And treat then the disease. people will just make their own, just like in prohibition. 
I suppose. What what would just like how people make their own? Men. What would people get? Like, for, you're essentially you would. So you're saying alcohol needs a prescription, right? You were you would then essentially outlaw alcohol because what people would, would you have do? To go to the doctor. Yeah. What would you do? Well, no. What hey, would be the symptom? Prescription's a bad word. It would be like a. Well, actually, no. I guess no. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, what, what? What? What are my symptoms? At to what, get, at what get point alcohol? would it get prescribed? I'm going to have an anniversary this weekend. Well, Can I, what, it wouldn't be prescribed I, like talk. a medicine that you need. It would be. It would be something you're allowed to have. So it'd be something that. Man, you're talking basically. About, you're talking about crossing a line there. Talking about taking away freedom liberties right there. For alcohol? Yeah. Just like they take away the freedom liberty of people to use drugs. Yeah. Well, drugs. I do that shit already. Drugs is is I guess something altogether though different. I think because of the how easy it is to OD and stuff like that. How easy it is for loss of life to happen. I think it's fairly, fairly easy. easy to OD on alcohol. Unfortunately, there's not people, many arguments people can yeah. make about alcohol. It's it's a it's a blatant double standard. And it's because we've had alcohol for years. It's a. I mean, I don't drink alcohol. Forever. So I care less, forever. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, but, but. Especially marijuana. I mean, you'd never be able to argue that alcohol is worse than marijuana in almost any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. I, because as long as, as long it's as people. worse than marijuana? Or, no, that marijuana is worse than alcohol. Okay. As long as everything like, is done. Wait, I could argue that. I worded that poorly. <laughs> everything is done responsibly. I mean, no, there's not a problem with anything. Nobody has a problem with it because all the commercials tell them to drink responsibly. Right. That makes it okay. Yeah. Is that all you had? Was that? Yeah. Oh, it looked like you had like a lot of I had a few things. I didn't feel like bringing them. <laughs> I got some um, content. I think it would be funny to stand outside of a really old raid or an instance and gank people. Because, sure, you may only see one or two people a week, but boy, are they surprised. This is the deep thought? Yeah, that's my deep thought. I heard an interesting story uh, I read about. I came across them on StumbleUpon this week. There was a um, there was a, uh, an orc rogue on this one server for like three months straight. All he would do was hang out in wetlands and gank people. And the thing was... He was pretty much always there. Like, whatever he did for his job, he was able to be, like, online. And, like, you know, every once in a while, I'll go back and just, like, gang some people, you know. He, he, was, he was in existence on this server. It was like he was part of Wetlands. Like, there were people wrote facts on how to get around him when you having to go through the <laughs> Wetlands area. Just for this server. And he has this great web page. This page, I should have saved it, where he's, like, where he saved, like, all the things people had said to him and things he had done and just hilarious reaction because of course he made an a lot an ally uh an alliance character uh so that he could spy on everybody and listen to what they were saying and all their complaints and grieving and bitching and whatnot delicious <laughs> delicious bitching <laughs> just that, that's really funny that's awesome yeah, i guess you would park him in like the nearest city where or the nearest town encampment yeah he hung around Minethel. and then uh well i was i was saying the alliance guy yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah put him in Menethil Harbor. And then you could see where people were leaving out of. Mm-hmm. Which way they were heading. And you just gank him. And he would do stuff like, you know, he was a, he was a mastercraft. Because he would do stuff like 
because he was a rogue, he could be invisible. He would watch people get all the way to the boat and then stand on the boat for a long time and then gank them. <laughs> if you gank, well, it used to, if you ganked them on the boat, their body would stay wherever the boat was when they died. So a funny thing to do would be to gank people right before the boat disappears to the map. Hmm. And now it just takes them, it takes their body with it and they go ahead and switch and then they can res on the dock. Blizzard. Yeah. They used to be funny because people, you would, they, some of the, especially the boat from Booty Bay would go a long fucking way before it would disappear. Yeah. And so they would have to die to get back to their body from the fatigue. Yeah, so you just take 25% and go make a sandwich, people. Yeah. Can you log out for that? You can't, can you? For the resurrection sickness? Yeah, you, yeah, sure? you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. You can log off for the night and come back the next day. You don't, I don't have to think, sit I think there that for... stays with you, doesn't it? No. It, it's, it's a hard 10-minute timer. Yeah, you can't escape that. No, I'm saying it's it's a 10-minute timer whether you're online or offline. I don't think so. I'm yes, it is. Sure. They don't want it. They're masterminds at this. They don't want to deter you from playing. They're not going to make you just sit around. If I had my yeah, computer, but it's a penalty. They're not going to let right you now. just escape a penalty. Well, yeah, but but that's the penalty. I mean, it's you the have same to log thing. off. Like the... Uh, uh, where you leave the queue or whatever. If you leave the dungeon when you get in, if you log off for 15 minutes, it's gone when you get back. I really want to go die right now. I really want to resub. I want you to die right now, too. I really want to resub. If I had... <laughs> get in there. Well, wait. We can go see when we get done. Ugh. No, don't worry about okay. it. Okay. We'll just agree to disagree. Okay. No, we'll agree that you're wrong. No. Me and no, Jeremy won't. agree. Well, if we agree and that if if we agree that that he's wrong, then we're agreeing to disagree. Because I'm saying I'm right. Yeah, I guess so. Ha ha! I've tricked you into agreeing to disagree. So that means that agree to disagree doesn't mean fuck fuck all ever. It just, because no matter what, it's a mind. It's a Jedi unless, mind. Unless trick. you agree, then you are agreeing to disagree. Right. You're agreeing to disagree. I just did my Jedi mind wave. And we out. No. 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 Uh, If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so. Our letter is at outlandishpodcast.com. You can can visit the forums at forums.outlandishpodcast.com. If you'd like to sign up there, you're going to have to send a message to... Jeremy on Twitter or on the forums. Well, I guess can't even do that. Yeah, just, just Twitter because yeah. I'm not going to go yeah. look at the forums. Uh, at Outlandish Jer on the on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Justin at Outlandish Beats on Twitter. You can follow me at Outlandish Matt on Twitter. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Outlandish Cast. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. I think that's it, right, guys? For 184? Yeah. And we'll catch you guys in 185.